This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Oh, yeah. Here we are doing another after show for Shark Tank. We're on episode 14. Some pretty good, some pretty good proposals here. Yes. I'm like Steph that. Z and I'm with the band's back together. Woo! Yes. We're back in 2014. It is. It is. There's some great projects. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm Christina Zia. Yes. And we do have Phil here too. He's, he's, you know, wearing two hats tonight, but he is here. I'm in the booth, baby. Oh yeah, in the booth. <laughs> Um, so let's get to it. So the first person that comes out is Lauren, who right off the bat, you got to like this girl. She's awesome. Yeah, she was just, um, she's from Alaska. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to Alaska, but it's a pretty crazy place. It's like a lot of people go there and work for like a certain amount of time. And then they go to like Hawaii for a certain amount of time or something. It's a very, you know what I mean? Like it's just not normal because it's dark all the time. I was developing, oh, I was actually developing a fishing show based around Alaska. Yeah. Oh, so you got to hit up Lauren. Yeah, you should Yeah, I will. Dude. I will. Um, <laughs> you know, I forget where the project is now, but this was like a year ago or something like that. And uh, it's crazy, the culture behind fishing. Yes, well, she said kind of what you were going off on saying is that she only works for three months out of the year fishing. Yeah. And she grosses $100,000. Which is incredible. Yeah. Which is – um okay. But so anyway, so her product was Alaska Glacial Mud. Mud. Which, um, you know, I couldn't really tie how the fishing and the mud were tied together. Like I think that's just what she did and what she was – what allowed her to do this other project. She'd go work for three months and then she'd save up some money that she can invest in her – well, the thing was that I guess she was fishing in the Copper River, and that's where this mud was based. And she was there one day, and she was, like, digging her hands into the mud, and she and realized right, how, like, right, silky right. they got immediately, and then she started spreading it on her body. Who would do that? I would do that. Would you? Yeah. You're like, I'm in some random place fishing. This stuff feels good. Let me rub it all over myself. I would do that because when I'm at the beach and the sand, like, I feel like it's exfoliating. I'm like bathing and like sand and scrubbing myself down all right so all right all i'm right. actually her market yeah i'm not saying i wouldn't <laughs> use the mud right i'm saying i don't know that i go fishing and roll around and come out mud. with yeah a, a mud yeah. mask product what do you think phil would you use the mud would you roll in the mud i i'd probably roll in the mud because i just like rolling in mud not necessarily for health purposes right. but um it was interesting i think it was barbara who said it like um you don't know what your market is you're trying to go after spas but you're also trying to go after the regular customer and and uh, that's where it got kind of blurred yeah barbara's saying you got to pick one you can't be retail and yeah which i mean i don't necessarily i feel like i've seen that like isn't aveda like that like aren't they like a spa and they do all kinds there's like aveda spas and you can go there and use their product and they have like huge product line i'm not too familiar with their product line in particular but i feel like I I do think that you could do both. Yeah. And I feel like, let's say, even for hair products. I mean, you see hair products that are specifically in salons, but then you can buy them retail as well. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, well, that's a totally segue. Um, so, yeah. So, so she's made this mud for the spa market. She she gave her – she wants $100,000 for 20% of the company. So it's a half-million-dollar valuation. Um, you know, I like that she says, who wants a glacial facial? 
like I liked her, you know, and I liked that she put mud on Mr. Wonderful's face. I yeah, that was uh, really good. But she said, you know, she only was making thirty six thousand dollars a year off that, which to me is kind of crazy because if you're working three months in one place making a hundred grand, and then nine months doing something else that's only bringing in thirty six k, that you're actually putting money out to do. It's like how I, I forget who said, but one of them's like you have a success that you're using to like make something not successful. I think it was Robert. It yeah, was yeah, but I, under, I mean, I think she long. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Term-wise, she would think that would bring her more success. So it was just a short-term investment. Right. But I I like Kevin, you know, uh, everyone kind of tiptoed around that. But Kevin's whole notion of like, hey, listen, what's to stop me from going there and getting this money? You know, it's always... The, the whole uh, proprietary, right, is always brought up, is this idea of proprietary. Mud is certainly not proprietary. You know what I mean? It's not like she owns this actual land. Right. That could almost even be like a like a Legal? law. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, so I can just go dig up the sand and put some water in it and sell it from the beach if I wanted. Like, every day I could just leave with, like, buckets full of sand at the beach and Make and, people pay for it? Like, that what, just sounds awkward. You know what I think she should really take a note from is, do you guys know um, Secret? Those vendors that are at kiosks at every single mall, they have, like, the minerals from the Dead uh, Sea. Yeah, first I was thinking deodorant, but I think I know like, what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I fell for it one time, and I – they were – they're so convincing. First of all, the salespeople are amazing. But for this, she kind of has to demonstrate it. Yeah. So if she did a little bit, if she had a kiosk like this, which doesn't cost that much to rent, and she right. was able to get salespeople who could demonstrate this, you know, just do a little bit on the hand and see how it softens right away. I think that's kind of where her market is, and that's where she can make a lot of money. I, I work at the Grove, where there is thousands of people that come every single day. Though There's two kiosks. They make so much money you would not even believe. I, mean, I got sold at one of the. I like. See, me too. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I got, I'm a guy. I've even, I've even got sold on yeah. that shit because they rub your hands and you're like, and it's just, like I was thinking QVC for a second, but no, because you want to feel you it. Need to feel like it. you want to put something on your face and be like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. So like you've been you've been sucked in too. I've been expo- exfoliator. Okay. Right? Is that what it's called? Exfoli- you know what? I think they're all really the same brand. They just have slightly different names, but they all a lot of them work under the same company, and they have retail locations, and then just like as well as the kiosks. Hook, line, and sinker, and the guy was like, you know, this one I sell it to you cheap, seventy dollars for this, and yeah. I was like, dude, I literally only have like fifty five, and he's like, what about sixty? I go sixty. I'm like, dude, take a look at my wall. He's like, oh, I sell it to you for fifty five. Here you go. It's yeah. incredible. I was like, oh, all right. But it's it's a good product. Did you use it, Phil? I'm still using it. That's how much I have left over. That's oh, funny. I'm so, still using mine too. Yeah, and I, I think I think though, like back to it, like her price point, thirty four dollars. That's pretty that, reasonable. Totally. And she and it cost only three dollars. So that to me also is kind of like she's got a great margin. How is it not making money? Like there's lack of marketing, and I get she's there to get more marketing, more distribution, more stuff like that. But it's like if you like, you know. But the money that she's making, she probably could herself be doing some more marketing if that's her margin. Totally. I think she needs to I think she needs to get a kiosk. That, that's Lauren, my opinion. Lauren, go get a kiosk. <laughs> the Grove. Christina might be able to get you I a spot able, right in front of Nordstrom. Definitely. I'm your girl. Maybe in Nordstrom's. Me- that, that, that's that, that's w- step two. That's step two. One kiosk. Um, yeah, so pretty much Lori is the first person to go out. It's a great concept. Um but she was kind of saying that there's hundreds of people that want into this this space, this retail space or whatever, and like only some make it. She was like really being like it's really hard to separate yourself because it is. There's a bazillion different brands that make mud, oh, yeah. you know, or whatever. Um, Just the cosmetics industry. Yeah. In general. Yeah. And I liked what Mark said, though, when he was like, you know, you should change it to like Cooper River Glacial Mud or you know what I mean? Like give it that something to watch because then it could tie back to the story of the farmer you know what i mean because like you like a story we all like to buy into a story 
Yes, but I don't think I would necessarily, and I eat salmon all the time. Oh, I don't think I would fish. hear like, oh, Copper River, like, oh, that's the salmon. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get this glacial mud. It's going to be fantastic. No, I don't think he meant that. And maybe he did. But what I took from that was like tie the story into that she goes there and she's discovered this it's product. Like more of a brand about right, her. But in the same sense, too, it's like if you think about fish, that doesn't seem to me like the most refreshing thing <laughs> so like you know what i mean like you might be like is it gonna smell like fish like weird so i don't know so mark goes out um robert you know he's you know you can't go global with thirty six thousand dollars a year which is just crazy to me when they say stuff like that because sometimes they invest with people that have no sales they, and then like they'll say well we can't bring a thirty six thousand dollar a year product nation globally you know what i mean it's like you, you could some everyone started somewhere yeah you definitely could but i just I think that they kind of thought the market was a little bit oversaturated. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, Barbara says it's a good story. Again, I think they all really liked Lauren. They loved her. And, I mean, I liked her. You know, she's a strong, powerful woman doing something that women don't usually do. I think she said there's seven women fishermen. And she even called herself a fisherman, which I thought was cool. Um, And then Mr. Wonderful was like, you know... Negative Nelly with, like, after three years, if you're not profitable, you're not a business, which I thought was kind of harsh. A lot of businesses take... Have a slow start. Yeah, and they they invest money, and to get out of the black, it it, it takes... I mean, to get out of the red, it takes more time, and some, you know, people just figure it out, and some don't. But, so, overall, I think, you know, Lauren was cool, it was a good product, but, you know, it just didn't work out for her. Anything else about Lauren you guys want to talk about? I I really felt for her, I think... uh you know, I think it's unfortunate that she is so successful at her fishing business in the sense that it's only lasts for three months and that's just the fishing season, unfortunately. Right. But, um, and, you know, I commend her for trying to do something with her time in the not three months of the year. So, but I, this isn't or shouldn't be it. Yeah. Okay. As it is, it could be tweaked. Or, Lauren, you can contact Phil because maybe you guys can get that uh, show so back. Go on. <laughs> And then we then we all get to come fish. And I kind of want to go fishing with Lauren. I think we should all contact her. She should take us fishing. And then get mud baths afterwards. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like so and smelly. Sounds like a fun weekend. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next we have um, Invisiplug. First thoughts on Invisiplug. What you think? I hate the white surge protectors. There's been one Tell me in how my you really feel. I hate them. There's been one in my living room that I swear to God my boyfriend was supposed to take care of and like hide maybe a year and a half ago and it's still there. So I I like the idea of it. Um I think it's funny and unique and just like a little a cool spin on an everyday household item that I'm sure all of us have. I've yeah. several. See for me, I was a little bit um disappointed, I think. Were you? Well, I thought that I would, like, it was really going to be invisible. Like, like I get, and then once I got, not, (laughs) is that you laughing, Phil? Not like it was really going to be invisible, like, you know, wirelessly plugged into stuff. You know what I mean? But, like, it was going to be, I thought it was going to be not as bulky. Like, I thought somehow they were going to, like, Like, it's the exact same thing with a different color. Yeah, like, I figured somehow they were going to figure out how to, like, you can tuck it into your floor. Or, like, you can make it, you know, into your desk. So the things just plug in, but you don't have this bulky power strip. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was going to take away the bulky power strip, not just color it. Because then if you're doing the color it thing, really what would be cool is if if it's really Invisiplug, what you should be able to do is every plug is pretty much standard or they sell just a standard plug and you go home and you take a picture of where you want to put it and then they send you like a wrap to put on it so that it's not just the wood then you can use it on any wall on any anywhere you know what i mean like something like that would be i don't know i think it would be more catchy but i, I was not impressed i mean yeah it was kind of like you, you anytime you deal with cords people people don't want cords yeah not right. only do they want to like they want this smoothest thing uh to hide and like you know what's cool there's a lot of great desks that kind of have this built-in hidden compartment yeah that's what and I things want. like that that's what it needs to be right right not okay so you've hidden the actual plug but then i have eight plugs going out of that and they look like crap so what do you guys think about I mean, this Costco deal that they have going on, the OMAG feature, like how are they getting all this publicity? Because obviously people are really liking it. People will like it. I wasn't a fan. 
Okay. And and maybe because I've got something against like wood grain too. Like I'm not a big fan of like that that look. And it's like I would have rather them. Well, I mean that probably has nothing to do with it. But like I would have rather, like I said, I would have rather them built something to put into the wood rather than just on top of it like accentuate where it's going. Right. But there's, I mean, there's tons of products that I might not like or Phil might not like. You know what I mean? And people are gonna buy because it, it makes sense. And I think it would probably be a lot for like businesses and people because if you go into Costco, you're not just buying one. You no, know what I mean? Buying you're buying a bunch. And if you're buying a bunch, like, is everyone got the same wood in every room? See, that was my issue. Yeah. They had, what, three different colors? Yeah. There's several different colors of wood. Like, I know in my right. my house alone, I mean, the kitchen's different than the family room, than the living room. Right. So it's like if they created some way to wherever your plug needs to be, we can do X, Y, Z to it to make it right. blend I, in. I get what you're saying now about the wrap. Yeah, like it could have been something like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how they have like the tubes that you put the cords in and right. you know what I mean? But like make them to fit whatever, wherever you want it to go or something like that. Wouldn't it be so cool if like if you're installing hardwood floors, if you could just put them into the floors? You, like can, put, you can though. People have plugs in like literally plugs in their floor. Like Here, in the floor. Here's where I could I see it. I could see, I could see, I could see this. <laughs> I could see one. this working um, for like, um, you, you know how... For example, in a screening room, I know rich people problems. Um, you have, you know, how people always want to plug in their phones and things like that. Like, if it's not for an everyday use type of thing, if it's just like people hanging out and it's like, oh, where can I plug in my phone or or my computer, things like that, it could work. But as a permanent solution, you know what I mean? Like, if I was at my work desk and this was like the plug, I wouldn't use it that for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Or Invisiplug have the power strip somewhere. And it has, like, one piece that you can plug in and then have, like, a tiny little piece to the thing that you need power from and, like, make those things talk to each other wirelessly to charge it. Like, now that is no plug. Now that's Invisiplug. Now that's Invisiplug. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, do something like... Like, when they said Invisiplug, I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. And I was just like, oh, it's a camouflage power strip. That's kind of where That's I exactly what it was. Yeah. But so they were asking for $125,000 for 10%. And, um, you know, Mark was just like, it's not, Mark was having a day, man. He, he was having a day. Yeah. He was not happy with any of them. No. <laughs> and it, I think it's funny that it coincides. I don't know if you guys are a fan of the Mavericks, but I, I believe he got kicked, got kicked out <laughs> of the game Friday night, like for yelling at a ref or something. So maybe it's just, maybe something's just going on in Mark Cuban's world, but we still love you, Mark. Um, <laughs> But so he was like, it's not a real business. I'm out. Robert didn't really like it. It's not aesthetically pleasing. And that's kind of like, like, a, it looked fuddy-duddy to me. I mean, um, Mr. Wonderful was just like, I'm out. Barbara was saying how she's the perfect customer. Her husband buys a power strip all the time and she throws them away, which put it in the closet. Why you guys, you, <laughs> I don't like, know why. make any sense. Like, she's oh, like, I throw away waste. six a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, those things can be like 20 bucks, you know? Yeah. Like, throwing away $120 a week. Like, that's crazy. Um, and then Lori kind of got, she, she first asked how much money they had put into it. So I think she, I don't know if she wanted to see how much it cost to get started or how invested they were. Um, you know, and then it got a little interesting. She made them a deal and it was totally a Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Wonderful type deal, um, for the 125,000, 10%, but she wanted $1 per unit sold until she got her money back. back and then 50 cents after. In perpetuity. Yeah. Yeah. And right away, they negotiated with her down to 25. Right. Which was good, though. And while they were negotiating, Robert's all of a sudden like, hey, wait, you guys are kind of really smart up there. I want back in. Well, the thing is that they were talking about their Costco deal. Right. And that if all goes well, they can that could be like a million dollars just in one deal. And that's kind of where they got their evaluation from. And then they were talking about the O magazine. Right. And I think that's when Robert was like, okay. Right. If you're an Anything to do with Oprah, I feel like people are like done, sold, oh, yeah. ready to go. Right. So like, you guys are going to sell it right she away. She just touches it and it's like gold. It is gold. Yeah. yeah. So that's when Robert was like, all right, let's make this interesting. My yeah. only knock on the O, o magazine is the fact that, okay, <coughs> I get it's a big magazine, but um, I just see so much press about so many other items. And like, it's never just one thing that all of a sudden, ma- like if you're in a magazine, it's not just that sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it, it, 
They it's shaped not it. just the ma- it's not just the magazine. It's the whole weight behind Oprah and like the Oprah favorite things that she used to have, and literally like every single product that was on that show became like a success. And I feel like the women who read that magazine would think like they it's different than like you know it being in like New York Times or yeah. Cosmopolitan or or something like that like right. it's got a different like people just trust anything they see in that thing and it's not only Oprah it's Oprah and Costco and it's $15 so it's not right. a huge investment you know it's like something that you just purchase like oh if it works that's awesome if not whatever we could have used a search protector anyways yeah so I, I think that it's you know it's obviously not that big of an investment to buy one right I'll give Robert credit because he knew, like, hey, you guys, initially, you guys need the, the capital, so I don't want to take, you know, uh, money, money back, w- which obviously Lori was doing. So I give him credit for that. You know, he's always respectful in that way. So he right. offered 125000 for 25%. Yeah. And then they asked him to go down to twenty, and he said yes, but he said take it right now. Right. And they were still hesitant, which I think they did. The better deal, you know, they, yeah, they got Lori to go down to, they asked her to go down to 15 cents. No, No, they asked her to go five cents in perpetuity. Yeah. But they, and they asked her for 50 cents up to whatever. But what they agreed on is the 125,000 for 10%, a dollar until she gets her money back and then 25 cents instead of 50. So they cut it in half. So that's pretty good. It's like, it's kind of a win-win in a way. Like the investor gets their money back and then some, something for the risk mm-hmm. and they don't get like robbed of 15. Yeah. That's the word. I was going to say a word that was not appropriate. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I think they made a great deal with Lori and Lori is the retail queen. So I think that. She's gonna make it work. She, she's gonna make and it there's work. gonna be more than three very soon. Yeah, there'll be there'll be something else. And if you guys want to use my picture taking thing, you know, Lori, just it's all good. <laughs> the wrap thing. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think you should get a percentage personally. Lori, me, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, anything else about Invisiplug? I, I what was funny to me is that uh, Lori, out of all of it, was shocked. You know, because she was like, I said that was my final offer. And they're like, okay, well, uh, and they're like, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do yeah. it. I thought she was going to go out, to be honest with you. No, but I, you know, I respect her so much. She's I, so business. She, and just, she's such a shark and aggressive, but she just does it in such a classy, confident way that you're like, you buy anything she says. Yeah. She's so confident and she's so just, um, yeah, she she keeps emotion out of it. She's like, no, this is what this is what's yeah. gonna make sense for me. Take it or leave like, it. I really like you guys, but yeah. And she winds up giving she winds up giving out a lot of money tonight, which is something that would be interesting to do. Like, kind of every week, have a total of who's given out. Like now, at I episode, think Lori gives out the most. Yeah, sure. now episode fourteen. Like, I wonder how much money Lori's given like given out. I wonder how much money Mark's given out. Robert, maybe I think maybe we should figure that out. It's kind of sure. interesting. Um, Phil, do you have those numbers? Uh, I'm, I really want to find like one centralized website that keeps track of all these statistics. Cause there's, there's ancillary ones and it'll have like, you know, weird statistics, but I want one central place. So if you're a fan, you know what? Help us help you make yeah. this website. Well, cause today she, Lori gave out 125,000. She gave out another, you know, we'll get to it, but she gives out $200,000 at least today. Yeah. Okay. More than that. Yeah. So moving, um, Moving right along. So next we have Locker Bones. I, I kind of wish I had one. I I love this idea. I think it's so cool. I kind of wish I had. I, like, I need one now. I don't have a locker. But I feel like yeah. if I had a locker bone, maybe in my closet or something. That See that they could closet bone? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I, I wish. I really wish I would have had one in school. Because your books, they get all jammed up. And like totally. you lose crap. And Whatever. And it, like my first impression was it's a great idea, but the two of them had no idea what they were talking about. I think they had an idea what they were talking about. At least, I mean, they had a really good product. Yeah. And th- I think their deal making was absolutely awful. Right. It so, was like they had a great product. And then when they opened their mouth, it, it was like the product talked so much for itself and was like, oh, that's great. And then when they started talking, it was almost like they were talking you out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't want to jump ahead. So, but I'm just going to say this at the end when they finally, when a deal was offered to them and they took it, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you don't counter, you don't negotiate with anything. Yeah, it was not, just, 
yeah. done. But anyways, we'll get to that. But in the same sense, I mean, whatever. In the same sense, the fact that they didn't do any of that shows that they need the they help. need more help. Yeah. So there's going to be more time allotted to them. It's not going to just be like, here's a check. You guys know how to run your business. Right, right, I get right, a percentage. They do. Um, so what they asked so pretty much locker bones. It's a way to keep school lockers organized and i think it was really cute how like he made one for the daughter and then the daughter was like embarrassed to bring it in and then all of a sudden everyone wanted one like it's a good story you know what i mean um but they wanted a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars for ten percent right um which again they haven't done too many sales we sold 60 60 and then 500 500 in two years in two years but their issue was that Everyone that they were bringing the, bringing this to wanted them in plastic and in color. At the moment, they were using it wood. Yeah, and I wonder, I wonder why. I mean, I don't know because it was splinter. I mean, why? Well, it's more affordable to use plastic one and two. I think it's just like shiny, brighter, and plastic, plastic light. Plastic's lighter. Yeah, it is a lot lighter. Right, but you would think plastic being lighter, it wouldn't support as many books. That's not true. No. Okay done and done <laughs> i love that you're concerned with splinters though for the children <laughs> we want to make sure you know you kids uh, don't get splinters yeah it's a fault of mine i'm very aware but um <laughs> so and it was 20 it was 29.95 for a single and 39.95 for a double which you know stuff like that people are always gonna buy the double just because totally um and yeah, it was like they sold 500 units because everyone asked them about it. And they did. They had this this pending deal. And this was the thing that kind of threw me. They were talking about this big pending deal with Amazon for 10,000 units. It could be more. But the more and more they explained it, you, you figure out it's actually a consignment deal, which isn't really a thing. It's a. The more you think about it now, you're right. They really didn't know what they were talking about because. As they were describing this, I was just so confused. And I think I kept rewinding and going back to them. Like, wait a minute. Like, what is even going on here? Like, what is their deal? What are they offering? What do they have? And then Mark was finally like, okay, it's a consignment deal. Right. And that, I don't think they knew what that meant. They were like, they were just like, (laughs) And that's the problem. And that's the problem. Because if they would have came out and they would have just been like up front, like we sold 500, we have a consignment deal for Amazon for 10,000 units. We need to get these units cost down. We need to get this out there that this is the coolest thing. You know, like it'd be a whole different ball game than saying, we have this pending order with the largest retailer and online and blah, 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 blah. And then like Mark Cuban's like, so what you're saying is you really only get paid if they sell. So you yeah. can you make 10,000 units and you make them available to them but if five sell then you're stuck with the rest of the units and they're going to come back and be your inventory and be useless. So, and the I think what really kind of got to them too was one why don't you just say Amazon up front they're like trying to like play games with them yeah. like we have a huge online retailer. Right, right. No but they never I mean I think it's disclosures and things like that everyone always seems to like hide it you know up front and it's only when but the they sharks all say it. They all say if it's usually the sharks bringing up no or something they wouldn't no if it was if it was if it was like um you know um I don't know you if if they said like the the largest manufacturer the biggest uh, reseller of tools right and and then it'd be like Kevin saying like you mean Home Depot you mean Home Depot Lowe's or Lowe's whatever I don't know yeah I think it's Lowe's anyway yeah so but it is it's a great idea and and like this is the same thing it's like they did their evaluation completely based upon that there's like a math equation like there's a hundred and ten thousand schools or they actually said like 90 something thousand schools and mr wonderful corrected them and they're like it's a hundred and ten thousand schools mm-hmm. and like you take point zero five percent of that and that's like a sales formula that's like if there's this many people and i'm trying to do this you can count on at least this many people doing it right if you make it work and that's how they got their evaluation um which i think was really fair i think it was really fair too I do. And I, I think that, you know, there were some things that they said, like they want the money to make the molds so that they could do the plastic. You know, like they knew they weren't dumb people or right. they weren't like not knowledgeable. Just the way that they presented was terrible. See, for me, what really what I found very interesting was that they haven't approached staples about this. And I know younger even now, too, like I need a planner right now. I'm like planning to go to staples this week. I would never buy this from Amazon. When I was younger, I got all my binders, all my notebooks, pens, papers, everything you needed from Staples. They own 30% of the market. So why aren't you going straight there? Because I think if you see this, this display, like if they had a, a locker 
when they had the locker bones and were selling it right there, you would pick it up with your notebooks. Yeah, and then right. with Amazon, there's no point of discovery. You'd have to really be you'd have, you'd to, have to be, be like there it. is a right. problem with my locker. Right. <laughs> How could I fix it? I that? think I think though like what what he was trying to say when he was just like no was that he wanted to Who, make Mark or, no the uh, Greg or Dr. Steven or whatever right. his name was was when he was just like why don't you go like have you been have you tried and he was just like no you know like it was this awkward moment where he was just like no I haven't done that yet and I feel like in his mind maybe it was like step two or three you know what I mean like I don't think he never thought of that I think he was like okay what we need to do first is we need to get this mold and to make it plastic and then once it's plastic because that's what these big people want then these little people in their mind will want plastic too no I understand that yeah and I mean like and a better answer might have been of course we want to be in Staples and saying something like that. We like, have just waiting some to get the plastic mold yeah, first. Because it's, you know, when you go to big box stores too, there's all kinds of fees of like, you got to get the UPC code. You got to get all this stuff situated in order to sell stores like that. Right. So I, it's The like, most telling uh, part of it for me, I mean, right off the bat, uh, it was just everyone else had to help them out. They couldn't do it in themselves. The great example was initially like they were like the reason why a, a, se- a seventh grader couldn't do this is because we have a patent on it. And everyone's like, so you're going to sue seventh graders that make mm-hmm. this in a wood shop? Not possible. And Lori says, no, no, it's it's much more feasible to buy it rather than have to make it. Yeah, no one's making that, and and, and rightfully so. For Thirty bucks, for forty bucks, your kids' lockers organized for the year. Yeah, but they should they should have said that versus like you know Lori having saying, to tell them. Yeah, and exactly. that's what I'm saying. Like they don't. It's like they had the information, they just didn't know how to like get it out. What do you guys think about Mark saying that they're following the dream, not the green? He wants them to go from school to school to school to sell them. And I feel like Mark does this with a lot of uh, investors or a lot of entrepreneurs. That's what he's telling them. He, I think that's kind of how he started with his business. He always says he started going door to door. And I think he wants people to kind of like do the same, to like put that to put the, the miles in yeah. Yeah, um i kind of agree and i kind of don't like i mean personally and this might not be what you were getting at at all but this is exactly where i went like if i was i would be a little bit annoyed like schools nowadays have little little budget and like they're cutting programs like arts and like gym and like you know what i mean yeah. so it's like if they were gonna make this big investment on a locker bone and like not have money to go somewhere else you know what i mean like for me it's not a necessity so, so wait you think that he was i think telling meant, them to like sell it to the school to put it in every locker oh that's not what i was thinking that's oh. what i that's what i got out of it too oh really what i'm saying or what she was saying what you were saying what oh. steph was saying about yeah. you know making it like the standard yeah, out of school. It's almost like licensing licensing it to I, the school. I understand. Okay. So for me, I was kind of just like, I get that, but like, it's not an. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. going to make education part better. Of, part of me when it, when they first started was like, okay, you know, it's great to want to have kids be organized, but at the end of the day, it's up to that. You know what I mean? You can't really right, force if they organize themselves. Yeah, if they if, if someone's going to be disorganized, you can tell someone uh, to clean their room eight thousand times, but if they're not going to do it, they're not going to do it. Right. right, and like the flip side of that is like some people might not be able to afford it and whatever, and you could go to some of like the the higher end schools and do that. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I do. I feel like Mark was a little bit harsh on it. You know what I mean? It's like backpacks and this and like there's so much variety of kids and schools and like for them it's like these things in plastic they should be like 12 different colors because then yeah, that's the should. cool thing it's like oh, oh mine's My pink Mine's, yeah whatever. Yeah. So I think you know anyway. So so Mark's out. Uh, Mr. Wonderful says something, and I've forgotten. I should rewind it, but he said that the biggest markets for the schools were New York, California, New York, te- yeah, uh, California, Texas, Florida, Florida New York. Okay, yeah. So I mean, maybe yeah. In in those markets, go to the markets and start talking to like superintendents, or you know, put them in one of the schools for free, and then you know what I mean, like use your money that way to like see that you know maybe. Maybe kids having an organized locker does actually make them perform better in their academics or whatever, right. you know. Um, but he was out as well. And then Barbara's, um, she was all like, the kids should help the market. And I kind of, I didn't know where she was going with that. I didn't really see that. But she went out. And then Robert, which is really interesting, proposes a uh, deal for him and Lori. Right. <laughs> which, which, again, this brings it back to what you brought up earlier. He said, like... 
I'll give you half the money, but I want 25%. Lori gives you the other half. She gets 25%. You guys have a good idea, but there's four people here, and we're all going to have to do the same amount of work. Which I was kind of like, you know, I kind of agreed with him in saying that. I don't think he was trying to, like, you know, rob them of their business. I mean, they went from 10% to 50%. But their That's evaluation... A huge difference. Yes, but their evaluation was based on a, a mathematical equation that could flop. I mean, but there's a lot of freaking lockers out there. No, I get it. I totally you know, get I it. I just think it, that they should have at least tried to negotiate. Be like, yeah. you're right, we do need you. Do you think you can lower it to at least 20, 20% so we could, you know... Maybe but here's why I don't think they're the being taken... I don't think they're being taken advantage of... In some sense, because the way Robert explained it, he said, you know, you guys are you guys are not there yet. And you know what? There's two of you. And with us coming in, it's going to be four. And so it's only fair that everyone everyone gets 25 percent and we're going to build it. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, I feel like I don't know. I personally. Right. I would have kept controlling percentage like i would have been like we get 51 whatever you know what i mean like because it's our company like i would have at least tried for that um but i think even them being there because again we see like you know a short amount of time i believe these things are at least like an hour or something long so they probably got super clear that they have no idea what they're doing and they have a really (laughs) good idea but they don't know how to sell it and i'd rather have a smaller percent of something i'd rather have 25 percent of something that's That's doing 10 million dollars or 80 percent of something that's selling you know 50 units or 500 units yeah no i understand that i don't think they're trying to rob them i just i think they just saw they needed work for them they should have at least Try to negotiate. Right. A little bit. And even if they said no, then be like, okay, you're right. Whatever. It's fine. Let's do the deal. Well, I'm interested too, because I don't know if you were there the night that we were talking about the 6%. Were you here that night? No, she she missed that episode. I believe it's now 8. Okay, so... Oh no! ABC. Takes... No, I was there. Um, excuse me, did you, you guys. Did you bring the information? Yes. <laughs> How rude. I, it's not rude. I just don't have a memory. Right, right. No. No, I but I I think about this now every single time I watch it. Right, so I'm is like, that six so percent? So is it like do Robert and Lori get fifty and they get forty four, or is it six percent off of just sales? So it's like a licensing. I thing? have no idea, but so you brought the information and you have no idea. That, listen, <laughs> I wasn't even there. Okay, I just heard it from someone. I, I don't know. I was. You heard it from me. Thing. You heard it from me. <laughs> get out of here. I, what do you mean, I, get out of here? I'm the one who brought this information in. Does somebody know the answer? Can somebody please tell us the I answer? I don't know the full answer. Again, I'd have to see the full contract. But I think, okay. Take- Adrian, where are you out there? Watch Tower Base. Where are- I know you're watching, man. Come find the answer for us, please. We'd love it. Um, all right. Well, moving along. They make the deal. Whatever. Locker bones. Find them in a school near you, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to buy one for my for my brother for next year. Do it. He's going to be like, thanks. I really wanted the next Call of Duty, but this will be fine. I think Locker, Locker Bones, Bones is cool. <laughs> I think uh, it's awesome. All right. Anything else on Locker Bones before we move on? Nope. Title needs to change. Yeah, I don't really like it's the bare, the bare bones of the locker. Is that what they're going for? What would you change it to? Okay. When I think, no, I'm not even going to go there. No, I want to hear it. I, I no, you don't. Okay. I know. <laughs> I guess I don't. I got you, Phil. That's so funny that I actually got what you. I was smelling what you were stepping in. All right, moving on. Balloon distractions. Amazing. What do you think? No. No. I'm sorry. I, well, I just want Come what on. I wish they touched on was what restaurants they were going to. I've seen them at like Fridays and stuff like that. No. I have <laughs> no comment. I, I, I mean, it's cute. The balloons that he yeah. gave to the sharks were fantastic. I was, I actually had a, a moment of, of envy because I used to work you, as a clown. So I used to make balloon animals for little kids. Really? Can you make one for us? I can. Next week? You know, I, I wouldn't, I didn't watch this at home. Um, but I actually have a, a, a maker. Like I have the little, it's like these long skinny balloons and you have the pump and, if I remember next week, I'll bring I'll bring the pump and the balloons, and, oh, and I'll teach you guys all. You. <laughs> I'll teach you guys. We can make like little dogs or something. I'll keep Very it cool. easy. That's awesome. But yeah, and like it is a big market. Like, so you love this idea? 
You know, I don't know how much of a business, you know what I mean? Like, I love the balloons and I love that it brought me back to like, I used to go show up at parties and make balloon animals for people and dance around like a clown and it was really fun. You know what I mean? But I, um, you know, and clearly they're making money. I didn't really get the gist of how they pay. Like, it's like, it's almost like they needed to focus on recruiting people that will go into the restaurant. So so let me rewind for a second. So what happens is the company is big restaurants, I'm guessing, like Friday's, Applebee's, or Chili, whatever. Okay. Um, kid friend, Chuck E. Cheese maybe, or whatever, stuff like that. They hire this company to staff and have these people walking around making balloon animals for the kids while they're waiting for their food so that they're not – the kids don't get, like, anxious. Like, that's what they were saying. It's, like, an easy way of dining out with kids. Um, and these, it's on a tips base that they pay for these things, which for me, they were saying that they got the, the guy, Ben was saying he charged them 40 to $60 a night. And then the balloon person, clown, whatever, they, only, they charge tips. tips. Yeah. Tw- which was cool. Twist for tip. Yeah. But it, they are saying they only maybe get five bucks per person. So like you know what I mean like so does that clown it doesn't seem does like that very much play? money that's what I'm saying like how much does it if like $40, $60 a night like how many restaurants are you in for that to add up well and then you have a person there at least one right so how much is that person making just tips I guess just tips you know what I mean it's like if you're like per night that's gotta be four hours at least so you can't get make $60 and pay out 30 like that's Weird. It's got to be a tips only thing, which it, he didn't, exp- he didn't explain all that. Way. And that made me kind of like, oh, how does that work? Like how to, and then like the fact that he had all these recruiting problems, it was kind of like, well, maybe your pay structure or, or something isn't being incentivized or, or something. You know what I mean? Like there was something missing to that picture for me. Well, I really like what Mark said was that instead of trying to get these regional sale managers, go to colleges get this young talent that is right out of school that's willing to work hard, you know, maybe give them a salary because you don't have to pay them that much instead of being commission-based mm-hmm. and work on it like that. Yeah, no, that that's exactly... Like, I think that, that, I think he that was makes missing more a plan. Sense. Yeah. But apparently he's done $4 million in sales total. And he did... That's pretty incredible. Yeah. 650 last year. And I, I think it's funny how... Well, it's not funny. I guess it, it's unfortunate, but that... The clown community insulted him. You can't mess with the clown community, dude. I feel bad. I, I don't, don't want to piss him I'm off. I'm not particularly fond of clowns. Whoa. I'm sure that you would be my favorite by far. I was Zippy the Clown. Okay. I, there's this one clown I once interacted with named Zippy the Clown that I thought was fabulous. That's better. Other I was like, Zippy. no, you didn't need a Zippy. <laughs> no, I was no. like, what? No, no. That's funny. But, but I don't know. What do you think, Phil? Um... I'm surprised he was able to build out in the way that he was. You know, I mean, he's, he's A, just an emotional guy. He, he starts off his pitch, and he's already crying. It'd be one thing if you cried because you got the deal or you felt like you weren't going to get a deal after, <laughs> you know, so many sharks pulled out. Um, and to, to jump to the end, I think Kevin gave him the best advice. Like, dude, you got so much good stuff here. Just take that and run because, in all honesty, he didn't really need the sharks' money. You know, he just needed a better no. infrastructure. He didn't need the franchise. And so he got the advice he needed. Now now run with it. And how this has stood up, I'm so surprised. But, you know, now do <laughs> People that. People like the balloon animals. They really, really I'm not do. saying they don't. I, I'm, I'm saying how this guy who seems to just be so emotionally driven and so disorganized has managed to build us build this empire – that's what's surprising. He's definitely got a team. He's not organizing this himself. There's no way. There's no way that guy. And I can't believe Mark told him to shut up. Mark straight up told him to shut up. But Mark was up. trying to explain something to him, and he right. just rudely interrupted while Mark is trying to give him constructive criticism or help him out. Right. He did, He kind of needed to shut up. He totally needed to shut up, but I, I was still shocked. Mark was having a night. Mark, was, Mark, we love you. I would love to give you a hug if you need one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. But he was every single time someone tried to offer some, him some advice or something, he just started yapping. And I get there's got to be some nervous energy going on too. Got to be. A hundred percent. Because clearly with this guy doing, you know, last year or t- – he averages five hundred thousand a year, and last year he did six hundred fifty thousand. Like, clearly he's doing something right. Yeah, I think he he definitely wanted um, work with Barbara because he said, you know, you get I understand your business model, you get me, but um, 
Yeah. You know, she just didn't... Nobody had confidence in him. He was just all over the board. Everyone had to be like, okay, okay, focus back in. And Robert, I feel like, was the most respectful out of it. Like, okay, stop that. You're telling me one thing. Now you're going off tangent again. Refocus. Which, which is actually a really valuable lesson. It's like, there, like this idea with a different presenter maybe would have got the money. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder... And it's almost like... um People almost try too hard a little bit. I mean, like, clearly he's there. Like, if he would have went out there and just been like, hey, guys, I got this business. I'm making a lot of money. My weakness is a team, and I need help building a sales team. Help me, and let's make some more money. Let's blow it up together or whatever he said. Help me blow this up. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people just aren't confident in saying or admitting what they don't know. Right, and in turn, they sound like they don't know a lot more than they do. Exactly, like because they just like fish out of water. Yeah, um, easy catch for Lauren. Oh, bringing it back. <laughs> um, so, pretty much everyone, you know, for one reason or another, kind of goes out, and it's you know it's sad because this seems like it's making a lot of money. Um, anything else you guys want to add about the balloon distractions? I really want. I want to know that. I want to know like a website where a list of restaurants where this is there. Google it, dude. Good do balloon distractions. Guarantee they have a client list. Yeah, maybe it's good. It. Right now, I'm lazy, I so I'll look it up. Or I don't have my phone. It's it just there. is not something that I would like to see at a restaurant. If it was Chuck E. Cheese, fine. Right, but would you rather see a clown making a balloon for a kid or a kid crying? I don't want to see either. Does that sound you, really you kill them all. You must die. Get rid of the balloons. She only eats no, at twenty one and over. I just feel like if you're bringing out, if you're bringing your kids out to dinner, like your kids should know that they shouldn't be crying and making and screaming at the dinner table at a restaurant. And if you can't control your kids like that, then you shouldn't bring your kids out to dinner. And I don't know if that's I, really insensitive. I'm no, sorry if it is, but no, I don't no, think no. there has to be balloons to distract them. I think that there should be better parenting so that that wouldn't be an issue. I, I like I like it. I so. totally like it. But I do think that, you know, sometimes, you know, there's there's a certain time span for a kid's, you know, focus or whatever. And sometimes, like, I, I think the reason why the restaurants do it is because if normally it takes 20 minutes to get food, and that's what, like, parents that have disciplined kids are normal to and that kids, and for some reason the restaurant's crazy and it takes 40 minutes, that they are are creating this buffer for people not to get pissed off or be like, my kids can't go eat there because it takes forever. Right, no. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can see both sides, but I agree with you. Like, and, and, you know, it's just, in this day and age, most parents, I think, and I'm not a parent, so, I, you know, whatever, but most parents, I think, there's a lot more technology at the table with kids and I would rather a kid be interacting with a clown than on an iPad watching a movie at dinner. It's so true. Bring it sorry to bring it back to the grove, but it's unbelievable that every single kid in a stroller is on an iPad or an iPhone. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it is really bad. What's that? All right. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> You're funny. Um all right, and then we have our news flashback tonight to the Tom and Chi. Tom and Chi. Yeah, what do you think about that? I kind of want, it made me want a grilled cheese sandwich. I wanted a grilled cheese sandwich Ugh. so badly. But wait, can we talk about this for a second? I don't necessarily, I don't really remember them on the show, unfortunately. Oh, I remember them. Are there grilled cheese sandwiches on donuts? Hell yeah. All of them? Oh my God, that sounds so good and so bad at the same time. It's terrible for you. It's ter- it's got to be it's, it's the worst thing. It probably has to be the worst possible thing that you could have for your body. Yeah. Now figure out a way to give me a healthy donut and grilled cheese so I can eat it and not feel like trash about it. Happy, but I, they weren't going. for That's that not at what all. they is were. Is this going more for. of a dessert though, or is it like just out of curiosity? I don't know. Right? I don't savory think so. or sweet. I don't know. It's got to be both. Oh my god, it's probably so <laughs> freaking delicious. Where's the grilled cheese truck tonight? Let's go find it. After Are they this. franchising in? Los Angeles. I'm taking my next date there, but again, I need oh. to know: is it is it dessert or is it meal? It's like a no, crepe. No, it's you can a have restaurant. A... I understand, but it's but... a meal. It's not dessert. Yeah, like I feel like there's there's definitely there's like... dessert stuff, right? And there's definitely meal stuff. I like the barba blue. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like that too. And then, and then they... they do soups too, right? Because it's like grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah, I think so. Which again, that that's more not sweet. No, it's like a lunch. Yeah. Um, so again, it's it's crazy the power of Shark Tank. We see it again. Last year they did one million 
or the year that they were on Shark Tank, they did one million in a year, and now they've already done one million in three months. It's incredible, and they have That's eighty good. employees that they've yeah. grown to. They've doubled their employees, which is crazy, and they have three more franchises. So Tom and Chi are doing good. Go find the Tom and Chi. Eat a grilled cheese on a freaking donut. Ugh. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. Yeah, I can start. Uh, uh, I was like, are you going to shut the music off? Go ahead. Uh, I don't necessarily have as much of a prediction as I have um, a request. Ooh. I would just like to see some more, some different sharks. Yeah, where's the special guest? Yeah, I think that they, yeah. I like the element that the special guest gave. And I feel like there's only a few sharks who really invest a lot. Like Barbara barely invests. And Damon doesn't invest that much either. Barbara invested a lot last year. Every every like update yeah. has been her company. I mean, her, the update, well, maybe she's maybe people should start working with Barbara more because obviously her businesses are doing pretty well. I wonder if there's something that we don't know. Like I wonder I'm if sure there's, there's a lot that we don't. Well, know about yeah, 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 totally. But like I wonder if there's like some sort of like you can only invest in ten percent or or like no like 10 projects so you have like you can't just go in there and like no because the disclaimer at the front says this is their money and they get to do whatever they want with it i think it's just um it is what it is yeah yeah i could do so who do you want gone like who do who's boring you i don't know if that anyone i want necessarily anyone gone but i really do like the element of a guest shark Right. I right. just think it mixes it up a little bit. It's a little interesting. Who? I mean, there, I mean, there's tons of people that could be on the show. Yeah. It could be like a themed pitch night with like a guest shark. It'd be like, you know, they have like four or five different like technology pitches and they have like. Well, they did that with Christmas and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like, I mean, like, to- so that they have like a, like, say there's some big like fashion guy. So they have clothing lines that are pitching. Or if it's some big, like, you know... But then does that put all the sharks, the other sharks out? No, but it's just, like, because this guy is... Because all the other sharks, like, they've done all this other stuff. And they've, like... They would just make it interesting, like, why why this guy? Like, something just more specific. Yeah, and then, like, you can see if, like, Mark, because he's in technology, too, and Robert... Like, they're all kind of smart and everything. Right. But, like, this guy probably knows more about... Like, the guests would know more about their industry than just investing in random stuff. no. So something like that. But um, that's all I got. Do you guys got anything else? That's all I got. Phil? That's it from me. All right. Thank you guys for watching. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. I'm excited for the rest of this season. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zia. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. That's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and whatever social media that may yet to come out. Sweet. Later. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 